Hello, everybody, and welcome to another fabulous episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Dale. Thanks for joining us on this Wednesday afternoon. I think we're episode 296. Man, I shouldn't even say it because I don't know what episode number we're on. It's in the 290s, though. We're just getting um, started, though. You are telling me, like, after 300, then that's where we're going to hit our hit our peak after 300. We're still climbing, folks. Uh, in the background there, you heard Mr. John Chapman. What's up, man? Man, it's a good day. I don't know why, but today has just been a good day. And yes. why not end it talking some fantasy football and helping people start 1-0 and on their uh, you know season leagues? I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the chances you're going to be 1-0 and this year in your leagues? Oh, it's strong to quite strong. Yeah, I'm feeling really good. Yeah, I'm really good. The, the thing that I don't know that I hate is all the question marks on like my bench. Like a lot of times I have like Dante Pettis and I have Devin Singletary, and it's like, man, how are these guys gonna really pan out that I'm not ready to start week one? Yeah, and so that's, I'll that's say this: like week one, you don't go for the home run. Like Cole Beasley is an amazing start week one. Because he has such a high floor, right? We're not even into the news and breaking stuff down yet. But whenever you have guys like Devin Singletary, um, man, I'm trying to think of other guys, Ronald Jones, these huge question mark pieces where you're just Darius Geis. Darius Geis. I'd be a little more likely to start Geis. He's already got the the coaches go that he's going to be playing a lot. Seems like somebody may turn the opinion around a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Well, I mean, his ceiling is still super low. Um, Right. They, he's in a hut. He also said, if you watch that entire press yeah. conference of Gruden, he says, Geis is going to get the majority of running carries. Chris Thompson's getting his, as he always has. So yeah, yeah. his best case scenario is week one. And so that's kind of going to be what it's going to be. But yeah, sure. anyway, go with safe week one. Do not swing for the fences. And don't get too cute. But if it's a question mark play, hold off a little bit. Hold off mm-hmm. a little bit. Yep, I agree. Uh, so, guys, today, uh, as John kind of mentioned a little bit, we're going to talk a little bit of news, and then we're going to get into some streamers. And I would like to thank JJ Gosh, one of our writers. Um, I don't. We need names for our writers. Like, we need to give everybody a different title. JJ is not like he's not the senior because he hasn't been there the longest. Um, what's under senior? Junior. I don't know, but <laughs> but then that well that now that seems like. Can we just call JJ our junior writer? I don't know, man. JJ. But eh. he contributed a ton. He's not yet a senior. Um, I guess he's like mid, middle-aged. There you um, go. Mid, mid, mid-life, Midlife crisis uh, JJ. <laughs> so that's where he is in writing. But he is a very talented writer, uh, and he helped us produce this episode. So thank you, at JJ Gosh on twitter yeah and i'm telling you this let me just jump in real quick if you're not listening to the dfs and dynasty podcast like it is the most information rich podcast out there their information is much more than ours they do a hell of a job just type in dfs and dynasty wherever you are and they're making money so even if you don't play dfs or dynasty that's okay the fantasy stuff that they get into week by week uh they get into defensive matchups cornerbacks linebackers offensive line like it's very in-depth so go subscribe over there and also if you head to eatsleepfantasy.com on the front page dfs lineups are back up for sale 
we play every lineup we put on there. I'm one of the people that put lineups on there. Um, we made a lot of money last year. Come make some money with us. It's super freaking cheap. Just five bucks a week if you just want to try it for a week. We give you all the lineups we play across FanDuel. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, everything. It's absolutely incredible. Uh, again, Eat Sleep Fantasy, just click on the button, DFS lineups. You can buy a season-long thing. It covers all the spreads, pick holy cow, one-stop shopping, and dirt cheap. It's It's too cheap, to be honest with you, but that's okay. Uh, yeah, we've actually gotten into arguments about how cheap it should be and how cheap it is. Uh, we're going to make you a millionaire. Guaranteed. That's bold. That's bold, my friend. Do you know who else is a millionaire? Who? Jared Goff. Ooh. You like that nice transition? That was good, right? I love it. That's so, why we're pros. Yeah, that's what's up. That's right. Uh, so Jared Goff signs a four-year... $134 million contract extension with a new NFL record $110 million guaranteed. That's Weeks. a lot of money. God, $110 million guaranteed. To one person. Who do you think, how much do you think the richest person of our listeners, how rich do you think they are? Well, Jared Goff listens. In annual salary. So he's up there. He would probably be yeah. number one. Yeah. Armando's probably number two. So there's like 110 million guaranteed, and then there's like 65,000. There's no, there's no in between. <laughs> that's awesome. No in between. All right. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, doesn't really change anything fantasy wise, but it is good news. I'm happy for uh, Mr. Golf. Yes, very much so. Um, Jared, next up, and, and I'll say this: you know, don't get too hung up on the price. Whoever the newest at their position signs a deal will always be the most. Um, it's just kind of the way that it goes. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of positions that won't be the most, Melvin Gordon, the saga continues. You know, they come out yesterday and the Chargers say, we're done negotiating. We're not doing it anymore. Um, hold on just a second. Oh, this is like Adam Schefter right here. It he is. literally just got breaking news on his cell phone. He's like, wait a minute. It is. Um, so, yeah. My son is done with football practice. My wife is outside waiting on him at football practice, yet the son is saying, I don't see her, and so is the wife. That's awesome. And then uh, you're the go-between. Yep. That's just <laughs> what it is. Sorry. How's, uh, how's, how's football doing for him, by the way? Really good. Uh, he goes to a small school here in Pasadena, and they play eight-man football, and it's freaking amazing. It That's is like awesome. the greatest, purest it's awesome. I it absolutely love it, yeah. man. Um, That's cool. So anyway, back to Melvin Gordon. They cut off contract talks with him, and they told him to go seek a trade. Well, rumors are starting to come out, and again, who's leaking this? That's going to help you know what's going on. Reports are there is one team interested in trading for Melvin Gordon, but the problem is this. If you do trade for him, he wants $13 million a year. Yikes. Um, yeah. Ugh. is in i mean people have been saying well not people but i guess me uh, i've been saying that he's really a product of his environment right and you know product of his offense and how it's ran and what they're asking him to do is there another team i mean, maybe like besides like the patriots nope. <laughs> that are going to be able to run him similarly there is one team that would increase his value and that is sure. the tampa bay bucks that's it Right, if he goes through any other team, his value is nowhere near where it is now. Um, it's right. the Bucks, and that's it. Right. I just uh, let's talk about Justin Jackson just for a second. Uh, he has immense value. He 
almost for free and probably still on the waivers on a lot of different uh, leagues. Man, this is super high upside if you have Justin Jackson. Um, what are we giving for Justin Jackson right now? Like, I understand hype is pretty high. You might not be able to get really what it's worth, and you don't want to overtrade. But, uh, for instance, I literally, seconds before this podcast, I traded Royce Freeman for Justin Jackson straight up. So definitely an interesting trade for sure. It depends on upside versus, man, they're both young though. That's a thing. Neither right. one of those are bad. It's just kind of what it is. You know, with players like that, I'm trying to cash in. That That's what I want. And so if I have Justin Jackson, then my idea is, man, I'm going to give this to somebody and try to get more cross position wise. So I'm going to go probably offer a, I want a wide receiver or something along those lines. That's what I'm thinking. Um, so for example, uh, here's just a couple of trades that I've processed. Would you prefer, man, this person got ripped off, Demarius Thomas or Justin Jackson? Not Justin Jackson, yeah. that close. Yeah, same. Big time, big time. How about this one? Um, Jacoby Brissett and Albert Wilson. This is a 2QB two, two league. Hmm. Uh, depends on my – depends what I'm getting, what I need, how much of a quarterback I need. If he's my third quarterback – and I needed a running back. I don't know. I I think I'd keep Justin Jackson. But then again, if I had luck and I really need another quarterback or something like that, uh, it really depends on roster construction for me. But Right. And see, that's the thing. Most of these trades aren't just straight up. But um, right. how about Justin Jackson or Dante Pettis? You hear the pause. Do you hear his soul? It's arguing <laughs> within itself. Yeah. You know, I think I like Dante Pettis better. But again, you know, if I'm running if Dante backs, Pettis man. is my if Dante Pettis is my fifth wide receiver and I only have two or three good running backs, I think I'm trading the upside for Justin Jackson here. I like it. Okay, here we go. Let's stay with the team. How about Josh Gordon for Justin Jackson? I'll take Justin Jackson. Man. I is it bad? And I kind of mentioned this. I'm just not a big Josh Gordon guy. Yeah. At all. You're not high on him? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> uh yeah. I see what you did there. <laughs> there. There was something clever to like say to you. And you could have kept going with it, but instead you stopped it. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. How about this? Justin Jackson or Rashad Penny? I think I like the upside of Jackson. Well, I think I did yeah, I mean, Penny there, and I hate Penny. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I don't think so, man. I I don't think I would do it. I like it. I like it. I mean, I can go all day. There's lots of stuff up here. Um, but yeah, I like it. I feel like it, this is what you've got to do. You've got to kind of stake your claim on your guys. Dell has done that. He put his money where his mouth is. He put up Royce Freeman, who, you know, he drafted way ahead of Justin Jackson, but you believe in the offense. There's no yeah. doubt that the Chargers offense is head and shoulders better than the Denver Broncos. And look, and, and I did this for, and I mentioned roster construction earlier. Royce Freeman was literally my fifth running back on my team. I have like, uh, I don't know, Lev Bell, uh, Mark Ingram, uh, Aaron Jones, and then I uh, I don't remember who my other running back was, and then I had Royce Freeman. And it's like, I might as well take a stab at Justin Jackson while I can, and uh, if it doesn't pan out, I, most likely I'm not starting Royce Freeman unless right. he blows up, and I, I don't think he is. Fair. So. Okay, one last one, and this one's going to hurt me. Justin Jackson or Matt Breida? 
Now, I, before I answer that, I want to talk to you about Matt Breida because I'm not really sure. Uh, I, I'm picking Breida, but I don't know how much to buy into this uh, depth chart hype here. I know you've been really uh, focusing and looking at the depth chart and in the areas for the 49ers. Are you buy, does this mean anything that Matt Breida today was announced on the depth chart, on the official 49ers depth chart as RB1? So it's the unofficial one, first off. Okay. But um, Who yeah, makes unofficial so unofficial one. Wait, uh, hold on, it's the unofficial one. It's re- released by the PR department, but they work for the organization, and it's pretty spot on. Um, the 49ers is usually pretty close whenever they do those. Now, I did a 49ers rush podcast today where I talked about this for about 15 minutes straight. But uh, nuts and bolts. Here we go. Preseason with the first team, Tevin Coleman took 60 percent of snaps. Breida 40 percent. However. Brita was absolutely head and shoulders better than Tevin Coleman in receiving, rushing, and pass protection. So it's going to be a split. Kyle Shanahan has said he's riding the hot hand. And make no mistake, Matt Brita is the superior talent in every way over Tevin Coleman. Um, you know, the next-gen stats thing, they do the where they put the chip in the shoulder pads. Mm-hmm. He had the number one highest speed in the entire NFL of any player last year. The dude is just a freak. Uh, average 5.3 yards per carry last year unbelievable that's awesome uh i've i have been a breed guy uh most of the offseason i think um you just can't ignore what he did last season i mean why can't he repeat the effectiveness that he had last year it's to this the year? exact same five starting offensive line a right. better quarterback better wide receivers yeah right yeah why not why not why not? All right, moving on. Uh, smaller news, Michael Crabtree listed as the starter and uh, for Arizona. Larry Fitzgerald, Christian Cook, and Michael Crabtree are the first wide receivers listed. Man, um, dude, spot start maybe in a bad situation. What do you think? Mm, Still no. stay away? Yeah, yeah. I'm not trusting the third option. He's only on 32, and he's always been slow. <laughs> but a lot um, of people forget this is the system he played in at Texas Tech. So, like, he knows the system. Yeah, that isn't – I don't know. Yeah, he knows the system. He has a rookie quarterback, and he has superior, newer, faster people uh, on the field. So, all right, I'm not looking, I'm not looking into this. What about all. Zeke? The videos are out. He has flown back to Dallas with his um, I don't, what what are those Ewok looking self? Um, yeah. Sounds like he's going to sign. They basically have the terms set, just not all the details, which I we know a lot about here at ESF. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Zeke, uh, if you drafted him, great. Um, I you kind of got to wait for him to see. Now he's come out and said that he's in shape and ready to play. So I my assumption is he'd get kind of the full go. Tony Pollard is going to basically be not unplayable in super deep le- leagues, maybe, maybe in PPR. Pollard's still going to have a role in this offense, but it will be very small. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I I lost interest. I have zero share, shares of Zeke and zero shares of Pollard. I don't know if that makes me bad or a good fantasy player. but It makes you consistent. You stay away from the swings. You you do you me i'm a buy low sell high guy so look i just i just want to be average that's <laughs> so hard it's so hard so hard you're yes. doing great dale keep it up next up i just, I just want to finish in fourth place man that's all i'm trying to <laughs> you don't want to finish second and lose by 0. 0.2 points right exactly because that's happened yes 
Uh, this should make you feel a little bit better. Albert Wilson, uh, wide receiver coach, came out today and said he will play, quote, unquote, a lot in the slot this season. They don't have any other wide receivers. The yeah. slot um, in that offense no usually does well. You got to think Julian Edelman kind of role it's the same offense that they're bringing over from new england so even if this offense is absolute garbage which it will be the slot should receive plenty of targets um fuck the dolphins <laughs> look yes any wide receiver still on the team has a good shot at getting heavily involved because there's nobody else to throw it to there's it's so so frustrating and hearing like false positive comments on anything with the Dolphins just pretending to to say hey we're gonna do this we're gonna, it doesn't matter like it, we're looking at a big pile of shit here and it's a coach trying to convince the fans that they're doing something and maybe the coach doesn't know maybe he maybe he's clueless too but uh they're just trying to be the biggest pile of shit this year yep and uh there's there's no shining there's no shining light like I saw the depth chart it's like oh can you drink ahead of um, Kalen Balaj, who cares at this point? They're gonna suck, and yep. Kenyon Drake is not gonna do shit because they got rid of probably one of the most talent, top uh, top ten yeah. offensive linemen in the NFL. And the funny thing um, is, if you look at if you bought our draft kit, you know I I did a O line rankings where I broke down how many pressures allowed, everything. I mean it was nuts, and they were dead last with Laramie Tunzel. Like it was Laramie yeah. Tunzel, and then a pile of steaming shit, and then yeah. they got rid of Tunzel. Yeah. So uh, this is going to be uh, probably the worst Dolphins team that I have seen in years. I mean I've been pretty much a diehard Finns fan. I want to say diehard. That's overselling it. I've been a fan uh, since you know. 86 87 1986 1987 or so and uh this might be one of the worst teams ever it's up there man i i put money down on them for uh not um <laughs> being the worst place team basically and by the way if you would like to put money down there's the best site in the world out there for you dale what site is that you guys need to go check out nitrogen sports if you go to our website eatsleepfantasy.com Click on the link for Nitrogen Sports. Uh, there you get basically they are the best betting site on the internet today, and best of all, they are Bitcoin betting site. They're the number one Bitcoin betting site on the planet because you can go in, bet, do what you want to do, and then get your payouts almost immediately. Like you don't have to wait for an overseas check. You don't have to wait for uh, some guy in the Cayman Islands to to get back to you. <laughs> it's uh. <laughs> It's your your betting. You get your Bitcoin. You can do what you want with it. You can let it sit in your account and let it grow, or you know, do whatever you want with it. Rebet it. Uh, it's awesome. It's really fun. Best of all, the NFL Survivor Pool is still kicking off. If you hit our banner on our website for Nitrogen Sports, you get entered into not only the NFL Survivor Pool but the Secret Pool they have. And uh, John, if it's anything that we know, it's about secret pools. <laughs> I'll stop. Right I like that. That was good. That was good because we did that. <laughs> All right, so uh, last bit of news before we finish up. This is just a smaller one that I wanted to talk about. Giovanni Bernard signs a two-year extension, and here's what's unique about this. The Cincinnati Bengals go out and draft two different running backs in the draft and seem like they're ready to move on from Giovanni Bernard. They go get Travion Williams and Rodney Anderson. They draft them both kind of high. 
but both of them have been injured. <laughs> uh, one of them tore their ACL and Anderson, he's out. And it seemed like Anderson was going to be the guy that was going to be the handcuff and all that to Joe Mixon. Well, both those guys are gone now. And so now it pivots back to Giovanni Bernard. Um, so I, I even told a couple people on Twitter, and here's the re- reason why I want to talk about it. I told them earlier, you know, several weeks ago, that Rodney Anderson's eventually going to be the guy behind Mixon, not Bernard. Well, injuries have a weird thing of changing things. So for those, I'm sorry, I did not predict an ACL tear, but uh, Bernard is now the guy. He's going to have standalone value as well. Uh, I was afraid that you were going to go into this and start overreacting. It doesn't change anything. The, the money, the extension doesn't change anything. Let's right. I mean, let's cut. Like, I don't. Am I angry? I don't know, but I, I just this doesn't do anything for fantasy football, does it? Um, deeper leagues, I think it does, but yeah, it's minimal. Um, okay. you know, Mixon's the guy. He's going to get probably seventy-five percent of the work, and then uh, Geo will come in on third downs and get some work. Cool. So, okay. Yeah. That's it. That's it. (laughs) We're done. No, we're not. We're not done. We got more. All right. Uh, Yeah, so this – thanks for the news, by the way. News brought to you by – well, we need a news sponsor. We need to be able to say that. Yeah. If you guys – if anybody listening owns a company and wants to be a sponsor on our podcast, or if you just want us to mention your name a couple times, we can do that for a couple bucks. Yeah. I mean – We are cheap. Um, anyways, yeah, that is, uh, good news all around. It is news. I don't know. It's all, I didn't like one piece of news that you read. I'm going to be honest. I appreciate that. Thank you. Now this you will like, I think you're going to like this next part. And this is our streaming article of the week by JJ Gosh. All you got to do is head over to eatsleepfantasy.com, click on articles and you will see it there. Um, we have a few amazing, we have a lot of very good writers, but JJ has been doing this for a while, and so mm-hmm. this is one of my bookmarked links where I look at this every single week before I go through my streamers, and week one is very, very similar. Um, and so as we go through this and just grab a couple pieces, make sure you check out the full article because he crushed it again. That's at JJ Gosh. These Wait. are guys that you can plug in under injuries or something that goes wrong. Uh, man, in the Scott Fishbowl, for example, I have three players on IR already and we haven't even gone through waivers yet so like (laughs) this happens in leagues uh what if you did draft andrew luck lamar miller you know all these different guys aj green it happens every year so yep uh i do want to say jj if you're listening i just got a million dollar idea here Uh oh instead of doing ding (laughs) instead of doing field of streams i mean no no you do field of streams but next to every single streamer you have a dreamer and we call it streamers and dreamers. And basically, it's your top streamer and then your top, like, uh, uh, swing for the fences guy. What's a dreamer? I don't understand. Like, you're dreaming, like, big plans. Like, you you know, you're dreaming of this guy. Like, this this week, you know, maybe the, um, you know, maybe it's, uh, I don't know. I, I haven't looked really at the matchups yet. But say it's Sam Darnold against the Bills. That's my dreamer of the week. So, I'm, I'm hoping. Uh, it's like a bold prediction. Let's say that. I like it. Now, I, I will say this. I love the criteria he people. uses. Yeah, you confused everybody. Um, <laughs> his streamers, basically, if somebody is 40% less 
own, 40% or less owned in uh, Yahoo League. So that's what he went by. And his quarterback, man, I drafted this guy everywhere I could. I always wait on quarterback. So we'll go a couple positions here. Josh Allen, quarterback for the Buffalo Bills, is playing the New York Jets. I freaking love this play. I'm a huge Josh Allen guy. I dogged him. I hated him through the draft process, whatever else. But they are just letting this guy do whatever the hell he wants. It's not very good for football reasons, but it is great for fantasy as long as he is healthy. Are you a Josh Allen supporter? Uh, I I like him a lot, especially in four-point passing touchdown leagues where you get six points for rushing touchdown. I think, uh, you know, obviously his legs will earn him a ton of points. Wait, say that word again. What body part? Legs. Yeah, you say that weird. Do I? Yeah. Legs. Yeah, it's legs. You just say it at once. Legs. Legs. Now, um, I will say this. This is after Josh Allen's bye week last year. So listen to I'm going to give you about a run of six games in a row and point totals. 27, 33, 23, 21, 15, 43 points. Those are weekly points. Wait, are you sure? Are you sure you're not reading Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, positive. Wow. Dude, he crushed it to end the year last year. And he's only gotten better weapons. Like they actually went and got him weapons. Offensive line's still a mess. But um I, I'm a huge fan. And here's the thing. Week one streamers and waiver pickups, you are swinging for upside so much. Or dreamers, if you will. So Josh Allen is a guy that can help you week one but could turn into a QB1 very easily. So I like that. Two more just people he mentions. He goes in depth on his article, but Matt Stafford versus Arizona, probably the worst defense in the entire NFL, missing both of their starting cornerbacks. He's only 26% owned. And Nick Foles versus Kansas City, 18% old, uh, owned. Uh, Kansas City, it's going to be a shootout. That is the number one scored projected game based on Vegas. So it's going to be a lot of points. So if they're going to score, they got to keep up. Have I mentioned how much I like Nick Foles this season? I, I want to be on record here. Um, dude is gonna he's gonna ball this year. I really really like Nick Foles. Yeah, it, it, he I think there's something to him. He's consistent, and if you like Nick Foles, you gotta like D.D. Westbrook because those two guys are kind of tied together. Um, I mean, when I mean, for instance, Nick Foles. I know you're not gonna get this every week, and I want people to be screaming at me. But if your quarterback has a potential to throw for 471 yards and four touchdowns like he did the week 16 last year. He's capable of that. And I know crazy game scenarios, all this stuff in the defenses you play. But if your quarterback is capable of throwing 400 plus yards and multiple touchdowns, you have a chance. Yeah. Every week you do. The The question is, are they going to stay with their kind of run heavy offense where they just keep throw, uh, running the ball like crazy? I don't think you can do that versus Kansas City. It might work for the first quarter and a half, but by halftime, you're going to have to adjust that and come out throwing. Yep. So. Yeah, I agree. And I think the Jags, yeah, I 100% agree with you there. All right. Nick let's, Foles is a good option. Let's jump. Um, we're going to cover two more positions, but if you want to check out the full article, again, Eat Sleep Fantasy. Uh, tight ends. This is a big one. Um, man, Jay Sternberger got put on IR today. He will be able to return in eight weeks, but still. Jack Doyle, he's going against the curve here, and I love me some Jack Doyle. I really, mm. really do. He's playing against the Chargers. He's 33% owned, but here's the deal. Jack Doyle is he's basically in almost all leagues, 
And when he is healthy, he is the number one tight end on that offense. So if you're needing somebody that's just going to put up your solid kind of five to six points, it's going to be Jack Doyle. Um, Again, I I love this pick. It's not a swing for the fences pick. But if you don't like losing because of your tight end, that's how I am. Um, I I just don't want to lose with the tight end position. If I don't get one of the top guys, then I'm just trying to stay safe. Um, Yeah, I mean, Jack Doyle fits that. Look, I know that we talk a lot, and we're we're trying to compare and see where Brissett is. And, you know, he did play all season 2017 when Luck was out. It's hard to compare and contrast, right? Because, I mean, it is so long ago, a little bit different team. But Doyle had almost 700 yards and four touchdowns during the yep. Brissett era. That's that's enough to be a pretty valuable tight end. Yep, I like it. A couple honorable mentions. Dallas Goddard, that dude can score a touchdown at any point in the game um, really really high on this guy especially in dynasty and jason witten who is 100 free he is 11 owned and man i'm telling you right now he's going to get a lot of targets there's a you know in dfs if we're talking daily fantasy you always play the tight end that's playing against the giants the giants give up the most <laughs> touchdowns to the tight end position over like the last five years, and they just keep trading away all their linebackers. So they haven't addressed the defense really um, over the middle at all. So Jason Witten, again, very free, just a couple guys to go there. Yep, and the the news with uh, Amari Cooper, not healthy yet. Um, you, you're going to need something in the end zone, in the red zone to help out Dak. And Jason Witten's a big body. I like it. Um, just a couple defenses. If you're like me, I do not draft defenses. I load up on running backs, and then the day before the game, I will swap these defenses in for somebody that might have got hurt. I never draft uh, defenses. I usually almost always wait. And so if that is you, um, you pick your week one defense off of I love home um, <laughs> teams personally, but um, he didn't go that route. He picked the Kansas City Chiefs against Jacksonville, who are 34% owned. Listen to me whenever I say this. The Kansas City defense is much improved over where it was last year, which yeah. seems crazy, but uh, they paid up to get Frank Clark. They brought in Tyrone Matthew. Um, they have upgraded the defensive line, linebacker core, and secondary. I'm pretty excited about it, and, man, I, I really do think that this is a decent play. A couple other ones, Green Bay versus Chicago, which is scary. J.J. is a Packers. He's a little bit of a homer. But um, we'll just have to see what happens there. And then New York Jets versus Buffalo at home. I do like that pick a little bit. Um, Josh Allen either goes nuts one way or the other. You heard it here first. He likes nuts. <laughs> he goes nuts. There you go. Um, yeah, good stuff all around. If you guys want to get more in-depth uh, analysis here, just go to the website and click on JJ's article. It's up every week. He's going to be doing it every week. So good stuff. And we're kind of kind of recap what we're trying to do really for you guys and for those of you who've been listening for a while, we appreciate it. But what we're going to start doing is really focusing, not focusing, but starting to use the awesome content that we have from our writers, the in-depth analysis. We're going to use that kind of as a springboard and help you guys get a little insight into uh, what we have going on on our website and then put our own spin on it as well. So that's what you guys have look, to look forward to for the rest of the season. Uh, you know, obviously the waivers like you heard yesterday, field streams today uh we'll you know talking about all kinds of stuff and hopefully it'll kind of all go back and you guys can always get more in-depth analysis 
on our website because we're not just going to read you a bunch of data and stats. That's not what our podcast is built around. We're not going to be, you know, just this guy did this at 80%. We're not going to do that for 45 minutes. Uh, We're going to give you the fun. We're going to give you the color. And then if you guys want to get more in depth, you know where to find us. Speaking of fun, we, we play this game a lot. Dale, who would win in our very first week one NFL matchup between a bear and a packer? If they got in a fight in real life, who would win? Uh, I have no idea what a packer is. He's a person that works in the meat packing industry. Uh, they are tough, hmm, but he smells like meat, and the bears will probably be even more hungry and be even more angry because he's packing meat. Uh, I'm going yeah, bear. I'm, I'm going bear. You have to go bear. You have to go bear, 100%. Have I ever told you about my thing once I get like diagnosed to die of whatever disease I'm going to have? No, tell me. I'm going to get dropped off in the Alaskan wilderness with a knife, and I want to go fight a bear to the death. Like It's like a thing that I've always wanted to do. I'm going to lose, right, much like the mm-hmm. meat packer. But like it's like a thing that like I, that's how I want to go out. Um, you don't want to do that. See, everybody tell, every time I tell somebody that, they're like, no, dude, you don't want to do that. Why are you telling me I don't want to? I just told you I want to do it. Because you know what happens? You think that the bear's just going to bite your head off and you're going to die. But no. what's going to happen is the bear's going to swipe at your chest, is going to puncture a lung, and then he's going to leave you for dead, and you're going to die of short breaths after a couple days. It sounds That's awesome when happen. you put it like that. That's like leaving, going one with the world. Like That sounds no, awesome. Bec- you're going to you're gonna have short breath for like two. Think of just having short breath for just a couple minutes. But you're I have asthma, for days. so I know what that's like. You're going to be in the snow. And then slowly, you're going to hold this knife, you're going to grasp it, and slowly you're going to just let the knife go just a little bit by a little bit every day. And then sooner or later, your hand is just going to be completely open, and the knife is going to roll off your hands into the snow. Hmm. That does not sound like fun. I don't know. I'm not doing it for fun. I'm just saying that's the way John Chapman is going out into this world. Man versus bear. That's happening. I know. Hookers sound fun, more fun than that. <laughs> You're going to try to fight a hooker with a knife? <laughs> that took a turn. <laughs> wow. You, definitely, you could definitely kill. No, I shouldn't go that far. Well, I'll, yeah, let's just stop there. But I'll tell you what, if that was the case, I would bet on the bear versus the meat packer. And if you want to bet, head to eatsleepfantasy.com. Click on the Nitrogen Sports banner. It's right there on the home screen. They are the best Bitcoin betting site out there. I freaking love this website. I'm a little bit addicted to it, but it's a lot of fun. And if you want to get started, they have free pools where you bet for free. Mm-hmm. guaranteed prize pools if you win so you can get in there and just test it out to see what you think how you like it literally you can bet on everything from esports to cricket to poker to if you want to bet on certain like fantasy player prop bets and things like that they have all of that stuff head over to nitrogen sports uh, not dot com head to our website but it's <laughs> nitrogen sports they are right. unbelievable yeah yeah ton of fun and uh bitcoin uh, do you know anything about Bitcoin, by the way? Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's pretty, yeah, I teach economics, so we follow it a little bit because the kids, um, the seniors get real big into it, and all of them have that, dude, my uncle, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, somebody always has an uncle that made, uh, yeah, we, yeah, and especially at your school, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that goes, and again, guys, I'm sorry about yesterday's episode 
uh, it was only like 15 minutes long. And uh, that was man, on me too. My no, family no, no, no. got home and like from a trip, I had to be a dad and a husband. No, no. <clears throat> Listen, this is what happened. So I'm going. I'm recording this. I have the, all the prep for the waiver wires. I know what I'm going to say. I know who I want to pick. I know what I'm going to do. And you know, I listen to Colin Coward. I listen, you know, to other big time sports personalities. And you know, they're on air by themselves for hours at a time, no problem. Then I get on, and I am like, after 12 minutes, I'm like, I don't have anything interesting to say. <laughs> I'm out. There's nothing else. I I have 12 minutes of interesting. It's different, man. You know, I mean, with the 49ers pod, I'm by myself. And, you know, sometimes it gets to be an hour. But I'll do six to seven pages of notes. Well, well, that's what I said. In the podcast, I said, hey, Christian and John have the gift of gab. Like, you guys could talk to anybody, anytime, about anything for hours. For me, uh, I just, I can't do it. I'm not, I am not that person. So Dale's the uh, type of person where you sit down to eat with them. And he does like the grin, but the eyes darting back and forth, and you could tell like he doesn't know what he wants to talk about next. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's funny. Exactly. It's funny. exactly once you get me going, I could talk, but uh, it takes a while to get it's me. Hard going. to get you to shut up sometimes. Sometimes, I guess. Yeah, but it's but what anyways. it is. <laughs> uh, again, guys, eatsleepfantasy.com for all the articles, all the insight. Uh, at eatsleepff is our Twitter. If you want to reach out to John personally. Slide in, slide into his DMs at JL underscore Chapman. My DMs are always open, by the way. He does a ton for the 49ers. So ask him a million questions about Matt Breida. He would answer every single one. And he'll probably type way too much. And then you lose interest. And then you stop reading after like the second paragraph about Matt Breida's uh, practice style in week two of uh, the offseason camp. I like it. That was mean. It was, but that's okay. I liked it. It felt good. Okay. All right. To end the show, who would win? A Raven or a Dolphin head to head? Dolphin. Dolphin. How could a Raven kill a Dolphin? They're mean. They are mean. And I I fucking hate Ravens, to be honest with you. But, okay, so a Dolphin is peeking out of the water. It's cresting. The raven will have to fly. He's got to time it. His eyes aren't built for underwater. He's got to time his dive and, like, poke the dolphin in the eye, maybe. Still couldn't kill it. Mm -hmm. But here's a scenario. The raven picks up a little piece of seaweed and hovers over the beach. The dolphin jumps to try to eat the seaweed, lands on the beach, gets beached, and dies. Oh, look at you. You went all Bear grills raven on him. You never know. That's good. The ravens are smarter than you I, think. I'm taking. The, I'm taking the dolphin though. I mean, dolphins are smart. Um, they have sex for pleasure, which that's always and, a plus. Unless it tries to trade all its body parts for next year. Wait, what? <sighs> nothing. I don't know what just happened there. Nothing. For Dale Demont, <laughs> my name is. You know, this is second second episode in a row that I've said for Dale Demont. I'm John Chapman. Yeah, you can hope, man. I hate myself. Yeah, you, you hate yourself so much you sign off as me. I just, I want to be so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be myself right now. Yeah, oh, Dale, I like you. Um, I mean, we're not like Facebook friends, but I think we're friends. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, I uh, hope we will talk to you tomorrow. Peace. Yeah.